0: on the rave hello ladies and gentlemen of the internet my name is gav i'm still addy just he's just about addy (laughs) and you tuned into the on the rave podcast the post res on the rave podcast so you've got a couple of delicate hosts to put up with this week addy how's it going it's fragile it's It's better than yesterday but not as good as tomorrow oh i think today i was the worst i've been in these last few days like Monday morning, I I, I don't know. I, I just managed to survive Monday, but this morning my Monday body, was
1: alright. I was still pissed for most of it. Oh no,
0: my body just knew it was in bother on Monday. I <laughs> like, didn't go, so.
1: I didn't go to sleep until like one o'clock on Monday morning. Anyways, <sighs> what from going to the race? Yeah. You just you've just got more energy than me, mate. From, from, from five <laughs> o'clock on, Friday, on Saturday morning.
0: Oh, dear it man. was a it was a long. One. Oh yeah, well, it's been a great weekend. Um, we got up to Res. We just had WrestleMania weekend, so you know, everything's all good. And um, we'll start the podcast the same way we always start the podcast, with a little bit of Raver's Choice. Um, Addy's selected a Red theme tune yet again, probably
1: the standout set from the night. Yes, uh, well, it very much was, and what a way to open.
0: Yeah. Um, DJ Paul did, that, absolutely smashed it. Yeah, he was absolutely amazing. Um, there was loads of good stuff. We'll probably talk about it all fucking time, all the way through the club, short show today. So. Yeah, yeah. We're um, really sorry
1: to everyone else that put um, put suggestions up. There was a lot of good select- selections this week, but uh, Facebook was deciding to wipe them all, so we got left with one. Yeah. Which so. was, I mean, it's good for the, the whole DJ Paul thing, we yep. can speak about that, but uh, the, feel free to post again next time, because there was a lot of good... Good, good posts. Yeah, Facebook just decided to wipe them clean for some
0: reason. It it does that every now and again. It does that every now and again. So, Addy, um,
1: I understand you've selected a tune. Do you want to tell everyone what the tune is and then we'll get it on? I sure have. um, uh, It was suggested by Alex Koo again. Surprisingly, it's not Lime Wax. It's not Lime Wax. It's a DJ Paul Ikhaji. Mint, sound, let's go. I'll let you stay
2: alive for
3: now. But not if I see you again. You are one pathetic loser. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck 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 you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck
2: fuck 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 you, fuck fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck 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 you,
3: Time
0: I see Ah, there's not like starting a rave podcast with a little bit of rave. That was DJ Paul, um, and it had a very, very Dutch name. i did pr- pronounce it with phlegm. Ikhadji? Ikhadji. Yeah, cool banging tunes. Thank you, Ku, for suggesting something. We'll quickly remind everybody. That you can catch us at On uh-huh. The Rave on Facebook. You can uh-huh. catch us at, On The Rave on Twitter. You can That's catch us what? on Instagram. It's my fucking favourite. On The Rave with Addy and Gav. We're on Spotify, iTunes and Podbean these days. So you can find us absolutely all our, the shop. The place.
1: People Board. people, and let the kind of find us. We're on everything. We're on absolutely
0: everything. We're on Patreon as well these days. If you days want to fucking well. send us 50 um, pence for a
1: pinger. So... Uh, <laughs> like. Fifty pence for a pinger. Not remember the glade when we had fifty pence pingers with
0: uh, chop chop. Oh my lord, I do I do recall them now. Mm. Eck. Right. Okay. Uh, well, what we'll do is we'll crack on because Addy, uh, guess what? What? We've got another one of those guests on the oh, show. Someone subject themselves to our oh, fucking Indian band on in here. <laughs> yeah, we've got. We've managed to drag another one of uh, Newcastle's musical elite down. To the house, in, we're back in Fager again. You can probably tell by, the, you can tell by the wailing sirens in the background yeah. and the kids all going "Yama, yeah, Blah blah. Um, <laughs> screaming uh. and shouting. But uh, we've got Iden in the house of Iden. How's it going? How are you very well? well, very well, thank you. Thank yep. you. Mint, mint. Yeah, it's good to have you on. Thanks. Um, do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what you do in the world of music
4: uh, and other? Well, right now I'm doing a band called Ape with a Mario Malky from. Barcelona and Sebastian Sendon I was also in Barcelona as a guitarist. Uh, prior to that I was in Tombs, which was site of Industrial Strength. Yeah. I still do the odd piece here and there for ISR. Um prior to Tombs it was Bloat Trauma, which went from like two thousand Two thousand and one maybe to like two thousand seven, eight. Yeah. A long time like I guy. yeah. Um so. I remember
0: you from both those two the two uh, early ones and seeing yeah. you doing tombs gigs as well. Like yeah. so I still
4: found
1: two my um tombs t shirts, which was far too big for us and that was now. the Oh I you. if you are yeah. ever finding them it's yeah. cause you half them man you were
0: a year ago, yeah. man. like not not in stature not in stature, just in size. Not no, just. are <laughs> you oh, still the habitual line stepper like Definitely no, no one's sentence. getting rid of that tinker element from him like after saturday after saturday habitually stepping on all of the res lines all of the res lines and all the after party lines i was all, all sorts of oh, just <laughs> you is. well we'll crack sure <laughs> it on and oh, yeah. we'll actually do a little bit of chat for this podcast right. so first section is when we talk about your early influences so oh, right. who played the music in
4: the house what, what sort of music was being played I didn't really have that sort of thing going on. Like, I had a bunch of records that my ma had, which was like Madonna and Roxette and like Erasure. And oh, that was like the vinyls that was mm. just in the house. Above. Yeah. I, and then when I was young, I used to go down to the library and they used to have like a, a record collection. You could hire out like 50 pence for a vinyl or a cassette and stuff like that. I mean, this is like 1992 or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh. That's where I would go and find stuff. So I would normally just pick it off the album cover. Yeah, if I thought it looked cool or something, I would just get it, Yeah. not know what was on it. So you just pick the ones that were particularly I, pretty, I, pretty I Without one. that one? I think that happened to a lot of like
1: people in back in the day when you just didn't know, you'd just go to a record shop and just be like, that one looks cool, I'll just yeah. take that.
0: Yeah, whichever one, like, I think I've been taking and I've definitely probably looked at something and went, oh, you know what, I'm going to buy that because of the cover. Like, just because it's pretty. Like, yeah. Was that in South Shields you said? Yeah, it was in South Shields, South, yeah. South, 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 South Shields Library. That, right. was,
4: that was a small selection. An old BBC micro or something to search for, but it was that was all I had was just that little collection of tunes. Yeah. But I had a good metal section. I turned out later on down the line, and I actually knew what I was looking for and kind of went looking for particular things.
0: Maybe the covers of them weren't quite as appealing to a younger man.
4: <laughs> um, the other good covers they had like Slayer and everything in there, Sweet. and it was like uh, the cover of Center, which is the reason I don't know if I put that as the first track. To that. It is. Mm. Aye. So the first track that I put down I was that because of the album cover. It was on a cassette that I had. Nice. Right. And it was you know when you first put tapes. Tapes. Is that? Yeah.
0: Tape from the library. Tape from the library. Oh, well, I. Wow. I wish I still had it. I I don't remember our library having like records and vinyls. I, mean, I remember had, it having tapes. It had it had aye. VHSs. The one and Killy had VHSs. Right. I don't know if they just didn't trust were
4: records and stuff like that. Like. Come back like, scratched Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. But I had Anthrax. I had a couple of Anthrax records that I got, purely because I went to the local hippie shop. Bought a pin badge you got a tie mm-hmm. and they had it was like, it was like just like some cool lead pin badge thing right it was like yeah, a yeah. clock with skulls on it and anthrax written underneath and It it's like wow mind blown, like you're 12 13 it's like fucking right uh, so, just um, something a little uncool ah uh, here's something a little uncool that i bought yeah my own money and everything and then i went into the library and that album was there that, ah. that pin badge was on an album so i got the album mint and got so did it you even know who the
0: badge were when you bought it nah. Ah, oh, there nah, you can then. Enough. It's
4: it's obviously obviously meant to happen. The musical yeah. discovery.
0: <laughs> Faith. Hey, it's it's funny that your early influences was the local library. Nah, it's mad good. to think that they that they had like like that sort of swing on you. Yeah. You know, it was me dad who played the music in my house. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and the radio as well. Right. We had radio on yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um so what what was it like a the old record record player or It was one
4: of those like stack things. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the nineties stacks in it. Yeah, mate. Yeah, stacks Two yeah, yeah. tapes, CD player, and a, the record player at the top. Was it one of the shine? Press shang- the button that but
1: automatically does that. Oh, it's It yeah, the, yeah. yeah. automatic drop. Aye. Oh, nice. No, I, I, always
0: like quite like the actual yeah. movement of doing it myself, but there was something about pressing the button.
1: Yeah. It was cool. Watching it drop. It was massive. Yeah. <laughs> and they were all huge. Huge. I think between a <laughs> seven and a twelve inch, so it knows where to drop. Yeah, you yeah. had to tell it.
4: Uh, what speed to put it on uh, so it knew where to actually put the thing. I had the speed thing. I didn't have the um, where it would drop. Yeah, that must be like high tech. or <laughs> <laughs> very low tech. I
2: uh, It was
0: actually just supposed to try and put it on at the start, but it jumped into the middle of the thing. Hey. Something like that. Anyway, Technology is like that. There was an old wooden one in. Um, there was this old wooden sort of stand in a charity shop I was in the other day, and it was like quite low to the deck, and I wasn't quite sure what it was and went over and had a look and it was like an absolutely ancient stack Aye. Um but it was all like in this weird veneered box uh-huh. um, that had the speakers built into it and it just it reminds us of that sort of like all in all in one yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of thing like was it in a glass cabinet were you actually allowed in it as well
4: it wasn't a glass cabinet but it was like a, it had a big dial for the volume and it had like display and everything like crystal yeah. crystal display one of those little radio uh, uh, tuner. Well, had a radio as well yeah it did uh, yeah. Right. but it, was, it wasn't like a separate it was just all one big unit with one two massive stuff. speakers next to it yeah a big uh, stack not separate huge yeah when you think back like some, people,
0: got, some of them probably have some right good royal sound on some of them will probably be mint
4: uh, yeah. CD player versions of them anyway
0: oh you'll probably yeah. get to it yeah, if not, you'll probably get versions these days that have just got like MP3 inputs and stuff like that Bluetooth. Do people even bother with MP3 inputs or this just, just a headphone jack? Probably just a headphone Bluetooth, jack these days. I, From your phone, Bluetooth. Yeah. I know the quality of the Bluetooth, like I'd always yeah. go with a headphone jack. You just don't get to play with your phone at the same time. Do. <laughs> right sound, well the, the tune you've chosen is the sensor tune. Yeah, it is.
4: Um what is it about this tune that stands out? Um, it was the first tune for me, where like I I'd basically been kind of getting into metal. Yeah. Right. And I'd basically seen like they call them uh, Faith No More. Yeah. Right, on top of the Pops. Right. Doing digging a grave. Right. That song on top of the Pops. I remember that just blew my mind. It was like, wow, this song's amazing. Couldn't there was no internet, you couldn't go and mm-hmm. f- find Faith No More again after that. You yeah. Know? But then I went to oh, the library, really picked that, up, picked that up, and because of the cover, it was like this like X-ray hand on the cover. Oh wow, it's cool. Get that cassette, like.
0: Yeah.
4: Get in there, yeah, sweet. Put in my tape player at home, and then when you hear it, it's just like the, it's the mix of the guitars and the breakbeats and all the electronics because that wasn't what I was listening to Yeah, mm-hmm. it was just something else and I was like what the fuck is this oh, and just because it was so different and yeah me it really. so out. different aye.
0: right mid aye. well um, I see no better reason than to whack it on Yep. Um, so for the first track on the On The Road Podcast this time out this is Sensor with State of Mind <laughs> Ah, there we have it. It's about that. Yeah, there we go. That was Sensor, and that was State of Mind. Um What we'll do, we'll just swiftly toddle on. Tw- we'll just swiftly toddle straight on Um to the section that we call Finding Your Own Feet. So, after, I mean, obviously your early influences were sort of, when you were Finding Your Own Feet, if you were picking yeah. your music yourself out of the library, but when you started, like, knowing what you were looking for, uh-huh. what sort of people stood out to you then? Or um, what sort of music stood out to
4: you then? It was all heavy like pretty much all metal at the time and i basically was listening to a lot of offspring and i mean it's not heavy or metal but it was what led to me listening to more horror stuff offshoot yeah i like think yeah, yeah. you start off with like one genre and that kind of propagates it to the next genre mm, yeah. and you kind of go yeah. from the offspring and then you discover bands like strap me young lad and will haven and then you think wow how much heavier can people take music yeah and then now, loads heavier loads loads <laughs> as it turns out and then uh and then one day i remember going to the shop and i used to get Kerrang magazine because that was one of the ways you would find you yeah, yeah. with the little free cds the and stuff free and that. CDs. yeah and, yeah and it had marilyn Manson on the front cover and there was another one calling on the front cover that were like issue 666 and there was like some special edition thing going on oh, cool. and um that discovered it and i was like wow this is marilyn Manson. Check this out listen to that anti-Christ story I loved it But what I really loved about it Was the electronics Yeah That was in it Lots of it's quite yeah. synthy isn't it Yeah it's a lot of synth But he's it? got a
0: lot of influences From people like the arithmetics uh, Not the Arrhythm Yeah the Arrhythmics And oh. uh Gary Newman Yeah Gary um, David Bowie as well yeah, yeah I love a bit of Bowie yeah. The more Bowie the better
4: And then As I was progressing Through this musical journey that i was going on your little gateway yeah there was like bits of like marlon manson that was like really noise heavy on the f- earlier albums like on a um smells like children there's a lot of weird just weird shit and i kind of wanted to listen to more weird shit yeah yeah <laughs> like, actively um, seeking out yeah something actively seeking yeah af- actively seeking just like the crazy stuff and i was like okay i'm gonna find some what music and then i um got a crank like, maybe a terrorizer cd and it had a this band on a Tori teenage riot, yeah. a track digital hardcore I think, and that was just like the day I was like fucking hell. Yeah, And know what I want to do. Tori teenage <laughs> riot are Hi.
0: they are something special to see. Like I've yeah. seen, them, I've only seen them the once. As I say we saw them in a bang face, and uh, they were they were canny kind of amazing. Um Again, lots of the some periods in it that it was it was just noise, and yeah. I, you didn't quite know how to dance to it yeah yeah because it's not really that rhythmic no. and then all of a sudden it would just drop and it was insanely hard and the thing like i liked about it, so. it was the noise It was yeah. like
4: mm-hmm. it was it wasn't music it wasn't a pleasant sound <laughs> but it was really fucking crazy sounds noises loud as fuck. yeah <laughs> and how often do you get to go and see that it's not often not often at all i've seen it a few times after because i did go on a offshoot off that down you know all these crazy noise gigs and everything yeah where it is just like five hours of just noise yeah i just sat and used to go and see loads of just people making squeals out of guitar pedals for like an hour and stuff like that just, just people, sitting out, people sitting and licking circuit boards yeah, on yeah. Game boys and yeah. stuff like that yeah i saw a kid called romance who had like this copper copper sheet big big copper sheet connected to some wires plugged it into a bunch of circuits and everything and all he was doing is just like bang 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 Hitting the sheet, but then that was translating into some wild sound, and it was good actually. It was really good. It was a That's distraction nice. weekend or something. It was, oh, I remember the distraction yeah. Yeah. I never actually got a good one, but yeah. Um, yeah, they were good. I saw White House, they were like they're like the pinnacle of all that, like I think for me. Um, it's just jack shit, yeah. I've got band. a White House album in the house, yeah. Not
0: just the pinnacle of all
4: the, that sort of power yeah, archaic noise, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> they were banned in Newcastle for a long time. What for you um, know? i can't remember oh it was in the 80s late 80s the player Morden tower and got banned from newcastle right mad <laughs> just, just just get out. they're, no they're, they're kind of controversial because they've got like one guy like like speaking shouting i don't know like i kind of say it's poetry like it's just like raj words in rhyming sentences right it's kind of poetry yeah but some bits like dead like kind of on the knuckle sort of stuff I mean, go and check them out. White House. I think they... Have, I've got a vinyl by them called... Uh, Riggle Like a Fucking Eel. <laughs> go, nice. and, go and check that out if you really want to hear something crazy like... But for this choice here, yeah, this question, I think i went for Atari, Atari Teenage Riot Digital Hawko. Yeah. Because it was just like a game changer. Yeah, in, yeah.
0: In there's something There's something about Atari Teenage Riot yeah. that just... Yeah, I'd say I've really quite enjoyed them and we've never played them before. So uh, let's roll straight in and play some Atari Teenage Riot this
1: Is digital hardcore. Digital hardcore!
0: teenage riot with digital hardcore the yeah. course
1: named after his record label digital hardcore yeah and that was an absolute stinger um i, I, I say also I, uh, if you want to check out anything else on digital hardcore i highly recommend bomb 20 mm. or a Kata. Kate is fucking disgusting yeah. brilliant yeah second bomb 20 like oh it's phew,
4: more noise yeah, it's just rad just <laughs> the,
1: his brakes are just fucking yeah, yeah, ridiculously yeah. hard like that do you remember one Bomb 20 track? I was just like, that's the fucking hardest break I've ever heard in my fucking life. Oh, mint. So if you're after something uh, a little bit
0: greasy and hard, dive, in, <laughs> uh, dive into that. Real <laughs> fucking greasy. <laughs>
4: uh, Greasiest you can get.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's just keep the ball rolling and get straight into section three then. Uh-huh. And talk about your first rave memories. So, do you remember the first one you actually went to? Yeah, it would have been the Porgy at the arena. Oh, nice. But back when it was actually still the Metro Arena, or, or was it the Telly West Arena? I think it was like
4: 1995 ish. Wow, I was definitely still in school when I went. And the children were trying to get in. Went with my mates Graham and Fish and never been to a rave before. Yeah. Just walked in. I mean, I, I lived in the same town as the After dog, but never went. So I missed out on that side of everything
0: you missed out on the sort of machinery side yeah because i was
4: too busy listening to metal but uh but i used to hang out with kids used to listen to like happy hardcore and makina back then but i never went to the afrodot for some reason and then i went to the prodigy and it was like you know the first time you go to a rave and that was a rave of scale. It wasn't like yeah. a, it wasn't like a small rave. It was like fucking hell. Look at this. What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's we were huge. Both, <laughs> we were both
0: talking about like the little um, the little nightclubs that we went into a yeah. first rave. But that's a that's a big ass yeah. arena rave for I the
4: first one. Like had everything. Yeah, you got yeah. any
0: idea how many people were there? It was full. So you can squeeze like ten k into there, can't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and that's a. Did you get? Did you manage to squeeze
4: down the front or? No, I stuck around the sides. I do remember seeing Keith Flint. Right. Yeah, he was because he was walking around the outskirts, and I remember, he Keith Flint. At the time, you know, he was a big, big, big star because the uh, Firestarter video had just come out, and yeah, he had that look as well. And he was just wandering about. Just he uh, uh, it, not just, in the crowd, but like on the behind the fences, unmistakable look. Yeah, unmistakable. There, like. That's,
0: that's he's just one of those ones. There's, there's certain people who you can just like that's, uh, that's their look and they stand out and they're, they're of that time. Yeah. Look, so yeah. Um, so what was what was it about what, what what memories sort of stand out from that
4: rave just being amongst everyone and realizing that i was amongst a massive huge group of people that yeah. were all just there to dance and have a good time and listen to the prodigy yeah that was what was the best thing about it i was just like, the vibe yeah the, the vibe was amazing i mean blast. i love the music as well they used to rinse that album when it first came out like most people and Still so the best albums. Prodigy album just yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Fat of the Land that was out at that yeah, time yeah, as well. So and
4: it was like, and it kind of, the Fat of the Land kind of fed into my whole looking after, looking for new metal and rock stuff and punk, and it just kind of all blended in with finding just digital hardcore and then listening to The Prodigy which had firestar which was heavy as fuck. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the Settlature cover and it's not even as heavy as the Prodigy version. <laughs> right. I'm not even kidding you, it's on the internet. You'll yeah, I saw the other day and I was like, it's not as heavy as the Prodigy I'm just version. i like, <laughs> <laughs> very surprised by it. Aye. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the Prodigy for me. It was just a mind-blowing experience and I think if, if you were going to get introduced to raves, there's literally no better band.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, at that time, there's no one really bigger in the industry no. to have went and
4: Burst your yeah, no. your first Rave Cherry on like. no. I would like to have seen um, the Orb. I used to listen to them a lot as well. I have seen Where the Orb I saw the
0: Orb at or the Glassman yeah. like, Um they they were they were pretty outstanding live to be fair. No, no doubt, um, absolutely no doubt. I the same as Orbital, the like I've seen Orbital's last gig four or five times now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just like they just keep retiring, don't they? Orbital the, and the sage, that was a good gig. And oh, that was only last year, wasn't
1: it? Aye. It oh, um, really, really good gig. Yeah, yeah, I missed out on it that. It was one. the one after all the day. Because they I, had it in the um, in the hall rather than any of the arenas yeah.
0: had, didn't they? Ah, so it was in the like in the, in the big main stadium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right.
4: Just where the cafe is. That's where. Well, the, they right. had a big stand for them and everything, but it was fantastic. Oh, great, me. great crowd. It was. It was an older crowd, it was better. Well, the that, uh, there all the people who were originally into the music. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. Like, it's
0: it's always going to be people, who have got that nostalgia buzz who go back for something like that for one of those big like reemergent performances by someone who's. Maybe not got as much stuff out
4: recently, like exactly. Yeah. All
0: right, cool. Well, um, a couple of weeks on, but we'll play a bit more prodigy, I reckon. Like, yeah, um, never get too old. No. Nah, never get too old. Every time the prodigy was played, when we were away at Res, yeah. there was always a big reaction and people like looking round and sort of celebrating what was going on because it's sad news that we've lost yeah. someone like that, like yeah. i have already yeah. said. But. Uh, Let's roll straight on and play the one that we didn't play for Us Choice last time. Cause <laughs> everyone, <laughs> chose, everyone picked three last time, oh so wow. this time we'll have a bit of fire starter. Well, that's some more Prodigy played on the On The Rave podcast. Good music never gets shit, Gal. Yeah, that's it. That's a bit of fire starter for everybody. And it's time to soul just swiftly on to the next section in the podcast, which is the section where we discuss festival fever. So, do you like a bit of a festival?
4: I love a festival. Yeah. I absolutely love festivals. Yeah. I'd
0: imagine with you listening to a lot of different types Aye. of music, you've probably been and seen
4: all sorts. Been, what sort of festivals have you been to? My favourite in Glastonbury. Yeah? I Aye hundred percent yeah that was the festival that I've been to three times the first time I went to it it basically negated all the other festivals right. so it was just like well you go to Leeds Festival and all these big commercial ones you go to the little ones I mean the Bang Face well Bang Face is its own unique thing but um, Glastonbury was just better than every other festival I've been to in my life it's a weird little world once you're in yeah the, it's an did you world. get to go to one of the earlier ones before no, it got a bit commercial never, and stuff like that No, I went. Uh, my first one was in 2011 Oh wow. Uh, yeah. That was the first time I went and then every other year I missed it, buying a ticket so I've only been three times. Yeah. But the three times that I've been i like, every time I've just came away from it thinking that was it. That was a class place. Yeah. I wish I could do that again.
0: It's the full event the thing with, the, yeah. with Glastonbury is it's like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah, yeah. Sunday, Monday. It's a it's a long weekend yeah. to be there and everyone's just so on it.
4: And it's like being on holiday but it, in a place that's free and fun yeah <laughs> there's just so much goes uh, on in yeah. pilton field
0: man like to, i've seen i've seen some shit on pilton field yeah. we went like four years in a row before it had a leap year and then another one after uh, that so i've done five but my first one was 2003 right um before it was like the orange this tent yeah. and all of that and there wasn't anywhere to charge your phone and, yeah. so, and stuff like that so no. um and one year it just was like wiped out because oh. when that farm gets muddy oh dear,
4: yeah. oh dear. I've been quite... there once when it's been like of bad yeah <laughs> Aye. and your legs start to ache from dragging your feet through the mud all the way around it's the not sitting uh, down that gets yeah, to yeah, yeah. like when it's muddy like that you mm. can't sit down Aye. and
0: that's that's the thing that eventually starts wounding you
1: yeah it's like when you're just exhausted and all you want to do is just sit in the grass and the soda and then it's just like yeah. There's no grass. I can't say grass for the road. Nah. The only place you can see it is climbing back
0: into your tent, and you don't kind of want to because <sighs> it's just might as well be outside enjoying yeah. the festivals. I mean, the,
4: after, other than Glass and the only one I used to really like was Leeds, back before the band or the metal bands There was like this period of time when you used to have a day dedicated to metal, and it was class. That was when Slipknot and Rage Against the Machine played, and That's yeah, what both Daphne and Slice played on the same stage. Is that the year yeah. that she got conked with the Jack of a Tater? I wouldn't be surprised. They oh. yeah, only played once because there was like some kind of a they said on the radio that we were playing and then the Leeds Festival organisers were like hmm <laughs> what? <laughs> so they thought well we'll put them on two lasses that had nothing on stage just two wireless microphones and you could basically if you stood at the side of the crowd and looked at the stage right you could just see a wall of bottle in the air because there was that many bottles flying towards them it didn't, oh look, it didn't look like they were dear, moving or anything yeah. it just looked like the bottles were just flying target practice so, yeah. <laughs> like and then i seen a I think a couple of years later i seen Apex Twin but that was on the, one of the smaller stages What one of the Leeds and Ren festivals I, yeah, I festivals saw a like Tori Teodora
1: Drive there the first thing I saw uh, oh, I, seen, yeah.
4: I saw Alex Empire there in Leeds uh, yeah. it's a, it was a really good festival but the rides kind of Put yeah, I was around. there on when right. they had the last big riot. Yeah, yeah. Where were they? Really? Uh, well, I was yeah.
1: there as well, Eddie. I... When all the lights got knocked down. Oh, yeah, yeah. When there, was... <laughs> there, there was people in the field beside us like just getting bin bags and throwing because they, they enclosed all the toilets yeah, yeah. with this fucking mat, like 20-foot metal not all fence, right. just wall of metal. So people were just throwing things out and then throwing things lit over them yeah. and then just mushroom cloud of explosion and shit. <laughs> Fuck, oh, how I was there. No. I
4: right. The plastic burning and then all yeah, the shit uh, burning in the loose. Like, oh, so it, was, it wasn't the portal that were blown up. It was the food vans. So it was the gas canisters in the food vans. So it, was be, uh, it, it was just fucking wild. It was wild. Um, <laughs> it was like a
0: lawless
1: state for like Aye. 12 hours. It sounds much. like something out of fucking Mad Max.
4: Oh, no, much. it was. Yeah, yeah it,
1: was, it was, was. We were walking out in the morning and this was where everything was done. And there was just people throwing bottles at a fucking fence. Aye. Just... Tsh, tsh, tsh. It was just... there was tents just torn to bits yeah. with like everyone's belongings just scattered everywhere it was like a lawless
4: zone it was it was really good fun wow. and it was really good it was honestly it was really good fun it was never like anybody aggroing other people it was just people smashing <laughs> stuff and i was like met this little lass who had stolen um you know them little buggy cart things that the stewards drive around in little golf cart, I, the yeah. Golf yeah. cart thing. but it was like a long one right so she had nicked one of them she was must have been younger than sixteen, right? She was just driving around, right? And then she picked up me and Eddie. So me and Eddie went driving around with her for a bit and then we have seen some kid on the top of the toilet door with a in this kid was in Korran the next week. Right. He had a, yeah it was at the top of the toilet doors where it was chained. Right. With an axe, right? Just imagine this scene, right? You're on the ground, there's a twenty foot fence above you with a twenty foot gate and at the top of it is just one kid with an axe smashing the chains off, right? With a helicopter. The light on the, lights on him, right? It was fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> on the on the last night the
1: security just bailed. Yeah, the bailed. They just aye. fucked off out the field like bef- just as it finished. So maybe it's five ish, between five and eight. There was just no security, and then they shut all the toilets, aye. so you couldn't go to the toilet anywhere. Yeah. And people just went fucking ape. So. Can't do that, man. Nah. <coughs> <And laughs> well, mean, they did it again. That's it. I mean, these <laughs> days, health and safety would go. Against. Yeah, they would.
4: I wouldn't. They? Definitely, aye. We
1: <laughs> were the last field out, so we were the field away from where the riots started getting bad, and. You couldn't get into the field because there was just ride vans for the whole field along the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, man. when they turned
4: up. Yeah. I, I mean, Dave was in the, in one of the other campsites, and he basically said he woke up and he just saw this line of police just trampling tents and everything. Oh yeah. Just one line. They were like Bang, clear, bang, bang, bang. bang. on the shields, just boom, 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 and they were just clearing out the crowds, basically like. wow I'd
1: like to apologise for uh, the person who I uh, took a shit and used their toolbar and to hold one of the shit own pants. So you just leant against the toilet. No, no, I just grabbed it, hung oh. back. <laughs> so my horse was away from my pants. Took a big dump. So if you got my shit on your shirt, as when you're putting, when you're packing your air, you you fucking Land Rover away the next day. Sorry. Well, it's nice of you to apologise. Yeah. You know, just fucking. It, it, it's
0: a childish, be to, that, that, that's just, it's a proper horrendous experience. Like, don't, don't deny someone their toilet. Exactly. Like, it's it's, just, just, it's <laughs> basic amenities. It is, isn't it? Like, it's like saying someone can't have
4: water. Uh, yeah. I mean, you've
0: got to have taps with water about and stuff like that.
4: Exactly. And it was no surprise that the, to- the toilets got torched. Yeah. Well, that's it. People were trying to break in, but. Yeah. And then other people yeah. went fuck this. I'm setting the shit on I'm fire, the, and it was I'm like literally it was, setting
0: the shit on fire. I, literally,
4: <laughs> I was in this perfect square, and everything was just yeah. the, the
1: The I uh, still regret to this day uh, when I was walking out the field. It was like the Terminator. So the fence had melt melted into the pools along the floor, and I was just like, oh, can I be asked to carry all that to Newcastle. And I was just saying, I wish I had had a car with this because it would have that would have been on my wall now. It was so fucking lush. Yeah my neck. Well,
0: we'll get back on um, uh, the good things about right, festivals right. rather than talking about the. You chaos. You know, it, was, it was, it was fucking it was, it yeah. was wicked like, It sounds like it was absolute
4: nah, chaos. It like. Was I? Yeah. Was it was all as well, just torches and lights and explosions everywhere. It was like. <laughs> sounds more like Vietnam. It was. Aye, <laughs> <'cause> it was <laughs> I'm
1: guessing it was as close to a war as possible. Yeah.
4: Without anybody getting killed. Yeah. Or hurt. And then anybody getting
1: hurt. few people got hurt. But I think did. a couple of lasses got raped as we were oh, right. my oh, God. Well, there was, a, uh, there was no really lights. Bad, and right. it, was, it was like a lawless state. DM
0: me. Well, yeah. yeah. f- well I took a dark turn. Yeah, <laughs> it did take a dark turn. But never mind. So let's get back to the good things about festivals. So what acts have you seen that really stood out at festivals? Who have you seen that really knocked your socks off?
4: Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Uh,
0: I've, I've always wanted to see Zach Rocha. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. was he just that bag of energy
4: you yeah. think he would be? totally and utterly buzz I. Mint. And I've seen a... Um, Slipknot it was on the same day and that was one of their best gigs I've seen them a few times and I, I used to be a big fan but I kind of kind of stopped listening to them but that gig they were just absolutely fucking incredible and a uh, Chemical Brothers at Glastonbury at the West West Hall stage oh right yeah uh, was, I think it was uh, 2015 maybe uh, maybe 2011 I can't remember but that was fucking amazing as well
0: yeah I think All it right. was like 2006 or uh, maybe 2006 something like that when I saw Chemical Brothers yeah um, so it was a bit, a bit before then. But uh, what was
4: it about the Chemical Brothers that stood out? Um, I just like the Chemical Brothers. Yeah, I just like the tunes and like the, the they attracted a really good crowd, and it was walls. I get like when everyone's dancing yeah like when you are looking at the sea, a sea of people and there's nobody just yeah. standing around everyone's just dancing because they come to see the chemical brothers because yeah, they're all bouncing yeah them. exactly you look in front of you there's people dancing you look behind you and everyone's dancing to your left and right and it's like this is why I come to this show right? it's meant when everyone's I, having communal fun like exactly that. I like the vibe really picks up yeah, it and does. it gets everyone going it so. does it does and um, I think the last class that I went to funny enough not that I'm a massive fan of now but Radiohead were amazing Right. Aye, and i seeing them at the Pyramid Stage, and that place is geared for bands like that. I guess, like, but they were fucking amazing. I've seen some Aye. class acts on the Aye, Pyramid yeah. Stage. Aye.
0: To be fair, I did go. In, I went and saw Oasis in the rain. None of my mates wanted to go with us. I saw. I uh, saw that. I saw Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, right. um, and he was on the Pyramid Stage. So it's where the sort of bigger, more commercially viable yeah, people is. are. But you know, then so. you know,
4: in Glasgow now, there's like this metal stage. Which is tucked away in Shangri-La. It's called the Erie Express. It's two like a uh, London tube carriages put together, oh, and me. you can basically either watch the bands in the tube carriage, holding on to the bars and the straps and everything, or you, know, you just they go out to the front and watch them. And they tend to play more to the crowd that's outside because you can get about hundred people in that little area, and that's, that's how big it was. Right to Glastonbury, and I seen horror there, and it was fucking. Like it was like going to see horror at your own personal show. <laughs> right. Was, like I, and then like previously that day, I think uh, Napalm Death opened Glastonbury that day. Right. At Shangri La, which was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's S- Napalm Death. Isn't it?
0: Sometimes you see some of the best music on those tiny little hidden stages yeah, out in the middle of nowhere. Always. Um, I'll never forget seeing Nightmares on Wax on the new New World or New Order stage or right. something like that, all the way out the back. Um, it looked like it had this like weird Twisted Thorn over the top of it, and I was standing watching Nightmares on Wax. While the fireworks were going off Aye. at the Pyramid stage, because REM were on, right. wasn't interested in seeing REM, but I really enjoyed the photo. I really <laughs> enjoyed like what I saw of Aye. all the fireworks Aye. Aye. over the top of like Nightmares on Wax doing seventies, eighties, and stuff yeah. like that. That's like, so cool. I was so, Goldie.
4: I think Goldie as well in shangri and they had a Heaven and Hell, and he was playing in Hell, and right. it was like this like pit, like you know, it was like a colos. It looked like a quarter of a colosseum, right? right. And everyone kind of looking down. At the bottom, and Goldie was at the bottom, just playing, like, absolutely waxer, fucking drum and bass from fucking 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Which is kind of what you want to listen to at 3 o'clock in the morning.
0: You need something to keep you going and keep you warm. That, <laughs> like, that was really good. On then. those days, like, cool. Well, um, that's a lot of really good festival stories. Yeah, is is uh, there, like, one
4: tune that you'd like to play out for everyone? Uh, uh, a up with us, Hey Boy, hug, Hey Girl. Yeah. Purely because it was, it's the one tune that I've heard at every single festival that I've ever been to. Right. Like anything that's open outdoors or anything like that, that's the tune that and oh that's hey boy hey girl. And then everyone stops and dances. So I yeah. was like fuck that's the tune I'm going for. Right,
0: sound. Uh well let's play some chemical brothers then. Hey boy hey girl Just get yourself. DJ, there you and go. There you go. That's really Brothers for everybody, and um, we'll just take this moment now that everyone's listening to some Camago Brothers to remind you that you can find us on Twitter at ontherave, you can find us on Facebook at ontherave, you can get us on Instagram ontherave with A and Gav. That's, favorite. That's, favorite. <laughs> That's his favourite. That's my favourite. That's his favourite. He's still hanging. He's still struggling there. Struggling like. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably struggling from res You look, you look, you look as red as the logo on your t-shirt. I know. Yeah. We keep red eyes as well, which isn't helping. Nah. Yeah. No, it just makes you more tired, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds Well, we'll stroll into section five, which is the shared discovery section. So, um, are there any artists out there that you think don't get
4: enough love that you think more people should listen to? Right now, there's a band called Zeal Order who are... Uh, actually, Don told me about these ages ago. Okay. And then I, I kind of, like, found them again. And I was like, fucking hell, I? Um, they're like... This guy called Manuel Cagno or something like that, right? Uh, I think he put a 4chan post up asking people for, like... Uh, weird mixes of music like what can I blend together to make some kind of new wacky music or whatever Okay. and somebody said to him blues and black metal so he basically formed Zeal and Order and done exactly that and basically took the blues elements that were let's blues music from the olden days of America's slave trades so it was like the slave chants and like the blues music that those guys would sing while they were at work oh. and he took that and married it up with black metal and for some people it's a bit of a i don't know like a quiet taste maybe or right. some kind of weird concoction of hodgepodge of genres that shouldn't go but honestly i saw them last year playing at church in leeds and watching a black metal band that's like gospel inspired in a church in leeds is just fucking, it was amazing yeah absolutely amazing that so, sounds well um, interesting yeah i've uh, never,
0: heard, never heard anything like that
4: yeah like when i first heard the, the new album it's just like a start to finish you know you put it on track yeah. one, you don't stop until you get the end oh, brilliant so yeah I, yeah i put uh, put all the songs i think i've picked a uh, Ro." row yeah and it's it's like the one that is like the most ferocious black metal while still being blues you'll know what I mean <laughs> yeah.
0: well once once everyone gets an earful they'll know what yeah. I mean
4: right, i tell you what we'll
0: keep that short and sweet mm-hmm. and um, we'll just crack it straight on because I'm quite interested to hear I'm actually interested to hear this shared uh, discovery like yeah. um, so the band is called Zeal and Order yeah and the song's called Roar, Roar. Ro-Ro, row, row, you never can't go
2: shipless
3: farms you didn't even know now Row Row they're taking me below kiss my name in salt and stone now I'm a gonkle, shit was far You didn't even know Nilo, though, no. what they're taking me below Casting my name in the salt and stone
0: And I like that. Like the the mix is absolutely what you said it is. It's like the sort of soul singing with the metal going at the same yeah. time. But that
4: that's well interesting. That's well well interesting. And thank you for sharing. No that. worries. I would definitely um, recommend the other album called Stranger Fruit. Hundred percent, just recommend it. Even if you don't like black metal as a genre, I think you'd still like the album.
0: There's something really different yeah. that, to right. like a lot of the other
4: black metal stuff. That's about, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, Eddie guess what? What? Is it
0: two and a one? That was the most half assed one you've done. Ah, <laughs> you
1: There's <laughs> it. Just to make
0: up for the g- The levels just, just went mental there for a second. It's a two and a one. Uh, this hope you have got your headphones on. I'll just fucking
1: rinse
2: you.
0: Gonna have to put one of those like hearing warnings on. Oh, we're not gonna get banned again.
1: We're gonna
0: different warnings this time. Warning, Addy is going to shout something at one point during this podcast. See if you can guess when. What's your bass bins, I'm telling <laughs> you. I see if you can guess when. What's your ear drums. I'm telling you. We're going to do the wildcard moment now. And um, you've chose one of my favourites to mm. share as well. Um, who else? He's you- very much a big favourite of all, all the rave podcasts. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's, he's one of those ones he's played in town. Yeah. Um, he's one of the ones that you go and see. Yeah. You make a bit of time to go and see at Face and stuff like that. Um. So the other person you've chose. The here. Yeah. yeah absolutely wicked yeah producer out of germany uh-huh. yes
4: Mathis, yeah Mathis Mutz. sweet what is it about uh what is it about panacea uh it was one of the one of the guys that i first got into f- through a friend years ago and you know when you just hear music and you think this is classes <laughs> you, you don't know you couldn't put n- n- a reason why you just love it yeah like all the earlier stuff uh, phoenix metabolism was this class song with this rapper on it um starts off like it's the return of the eight long amphibian mc <laughs> and it went on to like german engineering and then he turned it into like a proper raver with like all the rest of the albums that came out afterwards but german engineering was something that i used to listen to a lot it's a banging album it's a banging mm, album from there the straight into low profile darkness which yeah. is just a seminal album yep. in my absolutely yeah and automatic rewind absolutely like the tune that like I don't know. It was just like the tune, the jungle tune for me. Just when that hoover kicks in,
0: There's it, something it's like the production is really tight. Yeah. It's like yeah. it's bassy. The drums sound good. Some of the stuff that he puts out is just straight evil.
4: Yeah.
0: Um. It, like, I can remember seeing him on bang face and him just dropping this tune that made my gut go. It's and you are just oh crippled by the tunes, but like he's one. He's one of those ones. that's a really nice guy as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Playing yeah. his last. Last ever DJ set at Prospect. Uh-huh. next Prospect. He's playing his last, ever, last ever drum bass set. Yeah. And
0: what's he doing what yeah, he well, he's to... now
1: making techno? Uh-huh. oh well there we go. It's the same with Mike Techno because he's doing that, isn't he? But yeah. No, but Mike, I don't think Mike Techno is just gonna give up drum bass Is he really just gonna give <laughs> yeah, yeah, it all up, oh, up? I've yeah. heard a couple of, I've listened to a couple of his interviews now and he's just like, Yeah, I'm done. Or oh, he's just had he enough. Just, of he's that. just gonna do his what he went? I mean live he lives in Berlin as well, so that's probably why yeah. he's just gone all fucking straight up techno. Oh,
0: well, that's it. He probably has to leave Berlin to play a lot of drum and bass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's whether or not you want to keep travelling to, to play that sort of thing. If you're paid enough, you would. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. And he will
1: be getting paid crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I think cool. he's just sick of he's done it for so long and then
4: he's like, I just want to do something else.
1: Yeah.
4: And he's done it for a long, yeah. long time.
1: That's what
0: happened with Bongra though, isn't it? He just, got, he just had enough. Yeah. He just had enough and just stopped doing it, like so cool well it, it's sad to find out that he's not doing it anymore but um you can still catch a pay tech though yeah well, that's it and you can always get all of the memories from youtube because there are, because his
1: back catalogues
0: up there yeah and there's and if you want to see
1: something there was a DJ set there's a boiler room set great yeah I there's mean. a woman who's standing over his over his shoulder
0: during that boiler room set who is wasted um keep an eye out for her just staring down the camera with the most intense <laughs> eyes like just one, I, I remember that one from the final set, but that final set absolutely wicked that he played, folks. So, cool. Um, and the tune you wanted to play is "All My Rewind." Let's go. <laughs> absolutely waxer panacea for everybody for the wild card being played out on the podcast on the rip podcast with Ideen this yeah. time out i guess what what it's time to set the scene how are them i don't know Ideen I I
1: didn't get to go to the res but oh. he was going to if he didn't Ta-da. if his job didn't pop up on the All on right. the sunday but i'm going to set Ideen's Rez res for him like, get in here we go he's just in the main arena he's milling around he says I know what. I want to buy some overpriced tokens <laughs> <laughs> he gets himself in the queue he pays £20 for four four resurrection tokens he then goes outside into the rain to the other arena where the bar is and waits in the queue that wasn't that long to buy some shan half bottles of warm lager warm lager or slash cider or whatever that red shit was that I was drinking at then because that's all that was left <laughs> and then you come back out the queue with your warm lager and then you go all the way back over to the main room you push away to the front and it's fucking mint <laughs> what tune makes you either put your hands in the air or prop a
4: screw face down what are you I'm a hands in the face and a screw face you no know, a lot of people are a lot of people are a bit of both, of both a bit of both you know that face you make when you spell some shit yeah Ooh. oh twisting Aye.
0: probably twisted face <laughs> but it was on in the air it's probably the rave. i armpit next to yes. where they
1: keep doing it like. I think I got that when Neophyte was on remember, remember he played one tune and spat water all over the place yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's yeah. fucking beats ridiculous yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he did he sprayed a mouthful
0: of water over the back of some unexpected blonde <laughs> 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 so to be fair it's,
1: it's fucking Neophyte's fault though. Like.
0: Well, that's it. Yeah, that's it. So what sort of music is
4: it that makes you sort of like the combination between the two? I like just epic, epic, trancey breakdowns and like just big, huge synth parts and just big. Big. That's what I like, big. Like yeah, big, <laughs> big sound. <laughs> yeah. Not so much even like raging kick drums and out like that. or will garage beats or anything. Just big, you know, like, I mean, this, this is Like, but remember I... Um, I, I I was uh, going to the raves at God's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I remember the, one of the first times I'd heard like a remix of "Bullet in the Gun." Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Do you remember, know that yeah. massive synth? I just I remember listening to that in the fucking what you call it the Princess, the Tuxedo Princess, Tuxedo Princess. On the bed. Aye, on New Year's Day. Right, when they used to have raves on there. Just I remember them. Aye, were class, with not they? Absolutely class. And that came on and. All the lights and everything just went with it and it was I think it was Anne Savage playing and it was like some kind of darker remix of it. It wasn't the one that everybody really knows, it was just some other version and it was just amazing. Like yeah. that was for me. If it's Anne Savage it's probably
0: gonna be some VIP that like that, yeah. that twelve people have got or something Yeah, like back that.
4: back in them days. I
0: Yeah, yeah. Tuxedo you know, Princess was such a crap but brilliant Aye. venue. I saw L D
1: there at a uh, guy's birthday party like that was. Mint. I once saw
0: Frank Bruno DJ in there. Wow. Um, <laughs> on the rotating dance floor. Yeah yeah. Uh, it wasn't great. No, it, <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't great. Either. I
4: imagine. I, there was this room that used to stink as shit like the toilet no no That was like a room with a dj in it right but there was hardly anybody there but a proper stank of shit in it obviously that was why there was nobody there yeah <laughs> just because it stank nah, i was actually i think it was like you know how the ships are laid out i think the toilets or the pipes or the something to do with the toilets was next to that room somewhere oh and it, yeah i'm not even kidding you it was fucking disgusting you know you've, you've been out for a bit you've indulge yourself a little bit and then you go into that room just to see what's going on and you yeah. just walk straight out. It's like that little room in the bottom of uh, Newcastle Uni that was just, as soon as you yeah. walked
0: in there, you'd hit the wall of heat Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I you just you, you mean, couldn't yeah. chill out in there and they were like, oh. oh, we'll put a chill out room in there and everyone will lie there listening to the calm music yeah. and it was empty Aye. all night Aye. as Aye. people walked in there and the bead of sweat started pouring Aye. on your head and you walked straight back out. Go too warm, too uncomfortable. You've got to be in the right place to have that sort and of... And speaking
4: moment. of Newcastle University, like, there's been some Good parties in that place. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Over over the years, uh, that's
0: We
1: were
4: talking Another about the Another one that we had, audiences. Panacea or that? Yeah. Uh, uh, when we did that
1: collaboration with Dave Melt. Uh-huh. The Detox one? Yeah. Uh, was it a horror rave that we did, a zombie rave? Yeah. And Panacea, Slipmatt I played in between Panacea and Slipmatt, I think. That's not a bad claim to fame.
4: no, no a bad claim to fame? Phenomenal venue. Yeah. I mean, I still remember a bad company playing Turbulence oh yeah and if you were there and everyone remembers that gig yeah there's, <laughs> there's loads of those old turbulence I like that that was amazing I don't um, what was
0: the other one that was on oh Arcane yeah. as
4: well yeah Arcane that was probably my first proper rave that like, you
0: know the what, your first no one that wasn't in the arena
4: first, yeah the first outside of all the other stuff that I've been you the first real 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 proper rave was probably that yeah one of really those early. one of
0: those like all night long Arcane's yeah, that finished at five, five in the morning yeah it uh, was
4: just like some other that. that was then it was at some other level. It kind of went bad, didn't it? it kind of got really good, and then they had that, they had that thing we had to get signed in, and it was part of the fun going to get signed in off another student. You had to go and find a, st- uh, a student find from a student. upstairs at the bar to sign you in, yeah. to get, get oh, you in. Yeah, yeah, uh, you could yeah. just walk in, and then yeah, they changed it. On, yeah. yeah, so it was like part of the fun. Now you used to go there at like 9 o'clock at night, and then like yeah, mate, reach, I'll get you a couple of pints in that Get in yeah, and they would do it. I'd get them a pint or whatever, yeah, and then yeah. run away from them all night. <laughs> that was a fantastic place. I
0: always thought that was a weird business idea that getting everyone like everyone had to sign
1: in to to be a you had
4: to. Because it in was with a student-only
1: student yeah. night. That arcade okay, was meant to be like just for students, right. so oh, you had yeah. to be a student or a friend of yeah. a student. It went downhill when it, they took that off. It
0: makes it sound like a social club yeah you know the old CI, ciu clubs yeah mm-hmm.
1: where you can't
4: go you can't go in last day if you signed in yeah uh, that was good it was packed you would walk up and down the stairs from the ground floor to the top and you would find about mm. 100 people on the stairs right just milling about just drinking and having a good time chatting and gurning. Aye, i pretty uh, much and then they changed the thing where anybody could come in and you just buy a ticket and hardly anybody went that's weird uh, i think it was because it was like the students was just thought okay this is like our thing and they enjoyed it and they went in their droves and then once they opened it up the crowd changed ah
0: so it was aye. raves
4: and not the students aye so, you did, ah, that's so the students stopped going because it was kind of like
0: and maybe it was the mix of the two yeah. which gave it the nice balance that it yeah. had, like it had a nice the mix balance. of people that were there for the rave and people that were there just because they could be yeah So pretty much
4: and they just yeah. went ah oh, there's a student only night on and then you know it was full of us <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was full of all aye. the crusty ravers exactly. exactly but no, I was right. like good crowd it was always a good crowd so Apparently the last one there was only a hundred people there or something. what's so, aye, yeah, sad. Aye, the sad. Aye, yeah. It, such it such wasn't even. Race. It wasn't even the whole thing. It was just a couple of rooms downstairs. Yeah. Aye.
0: Well, I mean, the whole venue's changed now. You've got to walk all the way round and into I the back and. Yeah. Um, I don't like it. For you now, don't, you no, don't. You don't, don't like it.
1: it. No. no, no I was just there for I can't remember what night it was on. When Smith was, was,
0: was playing out. I went to the motion sickness turbulence down there, and it was good crack. Yeah, it was. It was really good crack, but the venue. It did change so much that it was a little bit sad for me. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't that dirty, natty, black environment. Oh, like, yeah. it was it's quite clean uh, and nice really and stuff like that. But
4: I think back then, though, you could smoke in there. So before the Turbulence left there, yeah. the smoke bar hadn't come in. Oh, yeah. So it was when, you, you know, people would be walking around smoking tabs, the atmosphere was totally different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was. Obviously, like, it was loads different band. when you could smoke at yeah. the front of the road. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Like, it was you
1: lose so was many punters just by people going out and have tabs. Yeah. yeah. Get off the dance floor, it's half memory because yeah. people are outside
0: and that's why the small stuff I really yeah. because if there's like if there's a hundred people at the rave and there's 50 outside uh, yeah and 50 of them are on, ro- what was it, was yeah, the on rotation yeah on rotation smoking they don't even let you use your vape in places like that anymore either. they make you go outside to use your vape so there's like yeah, they limit the numbers that can be in there but that's not what here. we're here to talk about we're here to talk no. about the sort of tunes that make you wing your arms in the air yeah. and pull a funny screw face yeah. so if you had to wind it all down uh-huh. uh, to one particular tune I'm
4: going to just plug one of me on here yeah you're <laughs> allowed? Cause, uh, I, allowed excellent Cause I, I remember playing this at Bang Face uh, last year with ISR Live and that was so a blinding gig. It was. thank you Thank you very much it was a good time being there And uh, it's a fail to comply tune um, which was myself and Eddie from Tombs of Blunt and Trauma um, Mario Malky a guy called Carlo mm-hmm. when I exist and we basically had this couple of tracks going and this was one of them Bass Jump and had the epic breakdown that I like in the middle of it. And I got to perform it and write it and be a part of it. And when I did it at Blankface, yeah. it, like, it was like, that was my epic moment. Yeah, there. yeah. And it was kind of like, whoa.
0: There's <laughs> loads of good moments like that. I mean, when you're talking about with being in the crowd and having an almonds in the air moment. Yeah. But sometimes the moment can also come when you're on the stage yeah. and you see everyone uh-huh. put their arms up. Yeah. And it like... It gives you that like cold shiver and yeah, all, those does, arms, I all those I things
4: <laughs> down your arms. It's like, I ah,
5: look what I did to all of them. Yes,
4: uh, I remember that gig because there was the monitoring. I couldn't hear myself at all, right? So that's I, bang faces <laughs> monitoring for you. I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I think it was because uh, they had the monitor set up for the DJs rather than for performers. Yeah. So the further back, the further back. I because I, I was getting like the reflections of the the back basically, but I would still make it out. Yeah. i and there was still plenty of like fucking luminous toys flying in the air like so that was fucking sweet <laughs> something about those inflatable balloons and yeah, bananas, like, inflatable, life, inflatable bananas and, and like
0: people all climbing into one fucking dinghy and trying it to walk into the front
4: we're gone we're gone yeah. uh, it, was good. it was a good gig it was a good time I mean Bang Face was a very special place. It is. A, it's
0: a special place for special people. It is a very special place. it's a place special, special place people. for people to go to and get special. <laughs> <laughs> like, slowly become more and more like that. right sound. Well, let's play a bit of "Fail to Comply." Um, is this is oh, bass jump. This is this is bass jump.
3: Next to fight i rushing. rushing Don't compromise You gotta feel like a fight.
0: To comply with base jump. jump, um, what did that do to you? Let me know in the comments did that make you put your arms in the air or did it make you pull a screw face and punch the deck? <laughs> <laughs> That's toilet on section seven, which is the dedication section of the podcast. Yeah. So, this is the moment where we we'll ask you if there's anyone that you'd like to play a tune for. Yeah. Um, so is there, a, is there any tune you'd particularly like to play and is it for anyone in particular?
4: I want to play a track called Nuttle Up by Horror. They um, were a new like, well, they're kind of new. They're a rap influenced hip hop punk band. Yeah, they've been playing with like they've, they've done a track with the Prodigy um, on the new album. They've played with Marilyn Manson. They've been playing their own tours. They're basically one of these quiet little underground bands that are penetrating the uh, the, the scene. The scene basically yeah. big style. Saw them for the first time mm-hmm. not intentionally, with Dillinger Escape Plan a couple of years ago, and then seen them again at Glastonbury and every time the shows have just been like absolutely out of this fucking world yeah uh, if you get the chance to go and see horror you need to go you will not yeah. regret going um and i want to dedicate this track to all the other people in newcastle who are out there doing things and making things happen for themselves or yeah. for others or the people putting on the raves whether it's gabber and hardcore house and techno drone base whatever as long as people were doing stuff and that's the dedications for for those guys the ones that enable you to have loads of fun. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's
0: nice. That's a bit of a different way to approach that. Yeah. Um, I like so, it. I like yeah. it a lot. So, let's play some horror for everyone out there who's busting their butt yep. to put something on so that everyone. I'll put on, yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> put on a podcast! Yeah, just
4: put on a podcast. <laughs>
0: uh, and this is horror, and the truck's called Knuckle Up. And that was knuckle up and that was played for all the movers and the shakers in anyone putting on music for yep. everyone else to have good raves to nice dedication mate. thank you thank nice you. dedication let's stroll into section eight um, which is the bone of
4: contention that is guilty pleasures it is so uh, where do you lie on guilty pleasures well I've had my, my brain twisted a few minutes ago so <laughs> <laughs> So I used to think it was like some kind of like a you know a, maybe a band or a genre or something that you used to listen to like and ah, nah, like you might like that you might not want other people to, to know that yeah, you like it yeah but um, now I'm kind of other other people mightn't associate with yeah you, exactly yeah, I yeah, think now. the
1: question is just like anything that you want that to be like all the questions like wherever you want to take that yeah,
0: yeah that's it people people answer all the different questions in their <coughs> sort of... I was going to say a twisted way, but... Yeah. <laughs> but um, is that like kind of, how
4: do you think? Is that a guilty pleasure, or is that just the music I listen to?
0: Yeah, that's it. I, I, I always think of it as, as, like, it's that music you'd listen to in the bath, or when you were having that, like, that, that weird little moment. Um, so, yeah. yeah well, I, so, 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 so is, this, is there any music out there that you listen to, maybe not even on the regular, but you listen to, that people might say, what?
4: So I listen to a lot of dark American country music. Dark American country music. Uh, It's it's kind of like sometimes referred to as like Americana or like Southern Gothic, Mm. but it's basically like country music, but it's dead melancholic and dark. Whereas regular country music. Dark in content or dark in dark in like tone and you know the tomor of the whole music's kind of like imposing and dark and bit sinister. Bit sinister. You don't see country music as that, do you? Because country music you associate with like the bubblegum and the Daisy Dukes, don't you? Yeah, exactly. It's like I mean it's the other side I guess so you've got like you know we get that in every genre don't you so you've got like punk music it goes from like Raj hardcore to like happy punk yep you've got all sorts of shit you know but this is the country version of it the darker side right. and there's a I think I first basically got into it through a band called Murder by Death and they had this they sound like a death metal band, right? And people will never go to listen to them because of this. Because this is of their name. Because of the name, honestly, yeah. I've, I've I've always said it. people are like, uh, I don't want to listen to a band called Murder by Death Man. It's like they sound a bit grash them. And then when you actually like put them on, it's just the exact opposite. It's just like yeah. it's, they're just like really well written songs, like songs like Johnny Cash might sing. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? And you kind of like that's that's how I got, got into it. They had this album um that I loved that I was name I cannot remember. So it's a it's a foreign name that's alright I'm not going to ask you to remember it but I like, did, there's, uh, this, there's a song on there called Dynamite Mine." it's like this really slow foreboding song and I used to listen to that a lot and then that got me into other, other stuff in that genre yeah. so you go, you know naturally go out exploring let's go find the. Yeah, go and find the go other, find things. other things, things that you yeah. like in that sort of genre go down the YouTube spiral of doom that's what and, YouTube's magic for go oh, down yeah, cool yeah. yeah. that rabbit hole I click click surfing click, surfing. Click. Yeah. Yeah. surfing YouTube for hours yeah. I found this guy called King Dude King Dude, King Dude. <laughs> huh? yeah. and at first, you know, I was I was actually just like looked at his name and I was like, oh, I'm listening to King Dude. However, huh? let's see what King Dude's got to give. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, this is class. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had King Dude on repeat for like two months. <laughs> you meant? but the song that I picked for this one is a um, Death Won't Take Me. Right, that's yeah, like my favorite one of his songs. He's got loads of class songs. Like these are absolutely amazing musician. Kind of gets compared to like maybe a bit like. The um, Nick Cave maybe or maybe Len Cohen to an extent, but it's us it's him. He's he's a unique person. Yeah. Um, that's my guilty pleasure. I hope All you right. enjoy it. Sweet. Get in. Well let's play some King Dude. Um this tune is called Death Won't Take Me. I'm the
6: son of a man who was the child of the Devil star reflection and i think of the dumb don't gotta know how to live be afraid to die if you don't want to see that sunset stop them but i can't be in satan's house and i don't need no doctor i should have no priest i don't need no revelation i'm gonna take my body down to galilee Death won't knock on my door Death won't sing in the church on my wedding day Death don't love me anymore No, she won't sit by my side And she said she'd never be my bride She won't decorate my life All the genocide could make her smile Because death won't take On my wedding day, God, death don't love me anymore. We don't give a funerals anymore. We just live on forevermore. Death don't love me.
0: It won't, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the guilty pleasure track played out by Ideen. this is our On The Wave podcast, we're sat in, Biker. Addy's struggling after Rez. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's trying to find something scientific for everybody as we sit and speak. So, uh, me and you are roll straight yeah. on and we'll talk about it.
4: goats. Right.
0: So, um, we, were, we were just saying that, that's um, the dog next door, oh you know, Ollie, calm down Ollie. He's a lovely little white Is thing. Do you know what he's got? A really round head. Right. you obviously take him quite often to get done, Aye. and you see him just after, he, and he's got a proper round head. It get looks it. like something out of uh, Edward hands or something like that. A, a bit mild like yeah, yeah. He's all right. He, he just shouts at the cats, man. There's Aye. always cats in the streets, man. We're a biker, innit? Yeah. Um, so we were just saying about goats and the, the nature of music and how Aye. these things change all the time. Because I understand the guy, or the, the band that you've picked, or actually quite new but yeah, you, at, at the minute uh, you think
4: they're the greatest yeah. of all time that's bell is, the song is um, the song War I heard there's a live video of it on the internet um, and when you watch it it's the performance that just <coughs> totally takes you like it just cooks you in yeah. uh, the singer is called Stephanie Manette uh, they're from Belgium and she's basically the singer and the drummer of the band um, that's a talent dude. that is Both a talent at the same time that is it's a real real talent and she's like an incredible singer like a voice just kind of does things to your mind soul and it really just kind of blows you away right. and then she starts drumming <laughs> and then you're just like what <laughs> yeah. and the drumming kind of like the reason why I really like the song is because the, the drumming and the sections are really crust inspired hardcore like right. which is kind of I don't know. It works to the opposite of what what you hear beforehand with this like beautiful voice singing this beautiful melody and nice guitar tones and all this beautiful music before it, and then it turns into this aggressive as fuck hardcore. By the drums, it, it always reminded me of Blood and Drum for some reason. All when right, the drums kick in, which is why. Uh, I've had this tune on since the day the YouTube video came out yeah since the day you discovered it it's been on every day yeah every day I listen to it at least twice three times a day
0: it sounds like one of the situations where the person's just too talented for their own fucking good you know when you just look at someone you just go oh you dick aye like you can just do all of that at the same, like do uh, all of it at the same time. Like Dave Grohl. Yeah. Dave Grohl can do everything, and it makes us a bit sick. All at the same time. Yeah, because he can do it all at the same oh, time. Exactly. And that, that that's that's what gets so frustrating about it. It's because he can do all of them at the same time. It's what makes you sick. Yeah. Um.
4: So, but what what is it about what is it about Brutus? Is Brutus um, a band. They're yeah? Like a, yeah, they're like a post rock metal band. Hey, uh, I love that genre anyway. Like. Outside of everything else, I like bands like Cult of Luna and Russian Circles, and all play sort of similar style. Where it's like a really heavily instrumental, and the kind of there's a lot of focus on long instrument instrumental sections. Yeah. Well, Brutus don't seem to have all those long sections. They've kind of took the genre and turned made shorter songs out of them. Okay. Which is quite, which is really good because you know sometimes you don't you don't want to listen to a fifteen minute epic? You know? Doing something new. Man. I was doing something new in a genre renowned for being very long and I think for me like this one particular song I like the songs off the album that it's off that it's only just come out but this one just set the bar so so high Yeah. and I'm still getting into that album slowly it's grown on me but it's not like uh, I'm not feeling it as much as I am more this, no. this song just bosses it it just stands it stands <laughs> yeah, out it stands out yeah yeah that's the yeah. sore
0: thumb amongst the crowd like. Oh,
4: it is It is. And cool. I love the genre in, in general life, but this is for me the pinnacle yeah. Sweet Nice. let's get over it.
0: Yeah, sound. Um, the tune's by Brutus and it's called... War! War! was a bit of buddhist that was war and that was the goat track played oh God, out yeah yeah good tunes good tunes well, we've successfully manoeuvred all the way to the end of another podcast daddy uh-huh. um we're down to the last section it's been lush sitting down and having a bit of chuckle with it um it's always good to have a little bit of different different music on we've had some rave on but a bit of everything's good a bit of everything is always good as i say
4: variety is um,
1: spice of life garth it is
4: it i is. saw
0: the
1: say it yeah, no, also, that's true, it totally is. Or so they say. Or so they say. Um, <laughs> our Sora's. Um,
0: section 10 is the personal anthem section, so everyone approaches this slightly differently. Yeah. Um, which way have you manoeuvred it? So, so I'm you just,
4: it? I'm just plugging my own shit again. Yeah, that's We don't mind that. We'll yeah. put,
0: what we'll do, uh, in the comments, we'll put links to the bands and where you can find some of the music and uh, the different bits that Addy yeah. done over the past. Have you got SoundCloud or YouTube? Yeah, we've yeah, got all that jazz. Yeah, sweet. Um, well, uh, there'll be links in the comments or in the description. So if you want to discover a little bit more of the music that we've been talking about, you can scroll down into the comments and leave a comment for us to know what, what's going on. Um, and as Addy keeps saying, go on. On iTunes and give Addy a five star review uh, and he will read out the review no matter what you put. Yeah. So, um, uh, just just put any old shit down. Yeah. Okay. Get on there. No um, shame. We're trying to we're trying to manoeuvre the podcast into a into a better position. We're already climbing the ranks, top fifty in the UK based yeah. on music on iTunes. Yeah, top fifty in the UK, which is great. Um, but it would be lovely to say we're in the top 30 God. and then yeah, no. like grew grew further on you know we've got, we've got aims and goals and well, stuff yeah like so you want to plug a bit of your bit of your yeah. music so by the way a personal anthem
4: which 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 of your uh which of your genre which well, of your genres which of your bands that you're gonna play this one's ape right the latest one uh, and the track's called runaway and it was like the first one that everyone kind of well after we are finished with it we were like yes this is the first track we're going to bring out all decided you know it was like yeah. this was it i there was some other ones coming out later on which you which are which will be a, a lot more interest to a lot of the hardcore crew there's a truck coming out which is like a blend of like metal and then it goes into hardcore like techno and nice. it's yeah it's, it's like a nice segue into the thing there's like a nice you know blends in well yeah and that's had a lot. Of, actually had a pretty good response from the little short clip that's on the internet so I uh, but for this section because this is like the most finished one um, we're gonna play runaway yeah uh, what, what is but, it about Run? like you've
0: obviously had some good
4: feedback um, feedback from everyone else on it yeah well? yeah it's been getting really good feedback and i think for me it was because of it was the way that it was just kind of written and i you know, basically was sitting in the house one day and just jamming just trying to come up with like some new bits and pieces of yeah. music you know like they. what i normally do is i normally like make like one minute songs of 45 minutes 45 seconds second songs. Songs. yeah just like little short things yeah, yeah. so you would either uh, have a chorus or you'd have like a, a nice verse and then or oh, just record the riffs and, yeah record like, the, the riffs piece. record a bit of vocals then you got like an idea of like what the song's kind of going to sound like like a basically like a proof of concept or like a like a prototype as it were yeah. Yeah, yeah for the song like a plan for an essay but yeah exactly and that's how that came about so i was sent a couple of riffs and I'd already had this vocal that I'd been working on anyway, so then I just took the riffs that I, the, the section that I got from Mario and Sebastian, then just plonked the other vocals that I'd done for this totally different song on top of it and I was like hold on a second it works it worked I. I had to re-record it all like a little musical vendor. Yeah, it was, where you I. had all the circles and then you just in the middle you just yeah. had a <laughs> I like, right exactly <laughs> and that was what it was it was just like and I mean the the tempo's weren't right when I did it but the, the lyrics and everything fit with the chorus so I was like okay I'm going to redo the chorus a little bit faster put a bit more aggression into it yeah, yeah. and then we end up back in Barcelona recording this chorus which took 20 hours <laughs> Right. Uh, I was twenty hours, two days. Oh just because of what, just, to just, a, just to or? get it perfect, the way that wanted to sound. So yeah, yeah. it's just a it's very very layered. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Right. In the vocal recording itself, that you don't, kind of. If I spent less time on it, it you would it would no sound nowhere near as what it does. Yeah. It's dead powerful. Yeah. It's because we spent twenty four. You've got months. to put the time in to, <laughs> yeah. you've got
0: to put the time in to get like out of it what you want to put yeah. into it. So we
4: did a lot of experimenting as well, you know. We did like a lot of bits where we thought right, we'll try like with this melody line, that melody line, didn't work, that didn't work. So Went back we've done a lot of editing while we were doing in the session but for the most part it was just, it was basically two 10 hour days yeah recording the vocals. so what's your process do you like do you go in knowing exactly what you want
0: or do you do you just go in having a rough idea and just experiment until it happens
4: yeah it basically have like a bit of like a little pre-production session where you kind of okay what can we do that's like gonna make this stand out what what can we do can we add like little layers on the sides can we add little extra bits of harmony or change the, the tune underneath the bottom layer of the vocals or whatever and then once you've done you've kind of went through it a couple of times then you start recording and then it all depends on how your voice is throughout the day how well how well you look after it yeah. and how much of that you do <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then, uh, then, then eventually you kind of just so drawn until you can't speak anymore. Yeah. Yes. Which is exactly what happened. No well, that well, uh, yeah,
0: twenty hours spent in the recording with screaming and shouting's yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. no it's not gonna do your pipes any good in the long no. run. Like. It
4: was like one well, of those things where it was like we've got so far and it was like well if we just record this next two lines we'll be done. Recording those two lines it took like maybe an hour. Yeah. Because <laughs> of the way that it was recorded. Yeah and yeah. you just
0: you just think, well it's it's two lines you can just bang them out yeah. in thirty seconds totally got you've got to hit perfection when it comes exactly, to things yeah, like, like you 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 seem like one of those guys who wants to achieve the most he can out of yeah. the experience. So if you're gonna
4: go over there, spend all that money traveling or whatever. You, yeah, you know, like you want to like get something. Get the good very out most out of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's what we do. Basically, it's, four days, and we just it. hammer the studio. Yeah, don't really go out much. We're in Barcelona now. But maybe go outside to the beer shop. <laughs> <laughs> go and get some Sam Miguel. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, cool. Australia.
0: Um, so the tune you've picked is called Runaway. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What, what, like. Is it? Was there any theme behind it, or was. Or was it's just about escapism. Oh, sweet! Yeah, there we go. It's it's, it's just like listening to this podcast. Yeah. Escape exactly. from the mundanity of
4: exactly.
0: life. Sweet. Well, as I say, it's been absolutely mint having you here. Thank you. Thank you um, for we'll on for section ten. This is, this is runaway by ape. To get to the end of another podcast, another one, another one. That's that that makes it episode nineteen of the Hardcore Histories. Flying by, that's amazing.
1: They're absolutely flying by. We're gonna we're gonna be all the, the love end. that we've got a res from random people just walking up to us saying, oh, "How much they love the podcast, dude." It was so blow nice. Away. It was so nice. It really did blow you away yeah. at points
0: when people who you just who just didn't know there was this guy. He, he was you know he was wearing a particularly bling purple Adidas shirt. Yeah, Um that was proper bling. But he was from Bristol. And I didn't know who he was, and he was like, "I know Addy, I know that you are Gavin. I've never met you before, but I love your podcast, mate." And I was just fucking—it does it blows you away mm. a little bit. Like, your feedback is, as always, very appreciated. Um, we're sorry about the quality of the last two. I've had a bit of an issue with the with the technical equipment, but it's I read because I finally bothered me asked to read the instructions and uh, <laughs> work out the mistake that I was actually making there. Like, so, so this should be
1: one hundred percent. Everybody, not eighty percent or twenty percent somebody else
0: yeah that's it yeah uh, and I've, I've, I've got limited editing skills I couldn't really boost it any further but well it's hard when it's a conversation though it takes it would take a lot of time that's the thing that's it yeah um, but uh, that being said um again thank you all for tuning in um this is the on the- Rave podcast you can find us absolutely everywhere we've done it enough times so you know where to find one. Um as Addy keeps saying please leave a review on any of the platforms, platforms. especially uh, iTunes we really need those uh, numbers up yeah we don't we don't get any figures back from iTunes they don't give them to people who run podcasts so the only figure that we can actually get adapted is the one where people leave reviews and stuff like that which it, moves you up the rankings yeah it helps so. the
1: podcast amazingly yeah
0: it would um, and it's just really nice to read what people are saying yeah. particularly when it's nice things but if you want to write bad things we will read them out as well but yes. like i'm not averse to i'm not averse to, to doing rude poems or something like that so whatever you want to do let's get it done um we've reached the end of the podcast so it's uh time for addy to delve into his bag of science and pick one tune and the podcast with so
1: addy what is in the test tube rack this I time i didn't have I to dig very far i had to pick up something from the resin. i know i have picked a die witness song for science before i picked uh I picked the future, which is an absolute, fun, and that, they played that on, on Saturday, and that was amazing, your little face, when the hardcore was, yes, that, yes, I was, I was in my element, yeah. literally in my element, you literally but, look like, you, you look like the cat, that had the fucking cream, it. just watching, uh, Elaine Smiley, when they played this song, uh, was just absolutely amazing, she just literally lit up, and she was just running around, hugging people, like it was going out of fashion, it, it was, was nice, um, it was nice seeing little Smiley. yeah, it was, it was wonderful, um, nice moment of the night so uh, this is Die Witness, Master Plan there we go um, uh, thank you all for tuning in to the podcast
0: as I said if you want any more of the music that's being played check out the description um, check out the comment section we'll drop a few bits and pieces yeah, in there um, but as always I have been Gav already, and we are now officially off the rave Thank you.
3: back at the house for 95 Eyewitness and the MC Cyclone. Are you ready for the